the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Audio drama, poetry, fiction. You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Next week on the podcast, we'll bring you our latest audio drama, The Bomb, a science fiction story by British writer Emily Inkpin. In today's podcast, we look forward to The Bomb by talking to Emily about her writing and adapting it to audio drama. We bring you a sneak preview of the drama and look at some other upcoming content on the podcast. start by introducing Emily Inkpen. Hi, I'm Emily Inkpen and I'm a writer based just outside London in the UK. Um, By day, I am a copywriter for a game studio and the rest of the time, I'm a sci-fi writer. The bomb is split between three scenes, so all of them surround a single event, which is the detonation of this new type of warhead, and In these scenes, we get a look at the key characters involved in the creation of the bomb or the selling of it or, yeah, those things. Did the bomb start life as an audio drama script or was it adapted from a prose work? It started life as a script specifically for audio drama, but it comes from a much wider universe, which is explored further in my book, The Blood Road. The event that we see unfold is a pivotal moment in the history of the world, uh, the planet SP-714. It's a moment that changes everything as far as the characters we're introduced to are concerned. So the changes aren't necessarily immediate, but the events that happen later, I mean, some of them can be traced back to this episode um, as their place of origin. Like, nothing would have been the same if this didn't happen. I was told to create the most scientifically advanced weapon the world has ever seen. I did not sell it, and I did not detonate it. When Varian Isran Ren go into battle and kill a multitude, do you feel responsible? That's different. And how is that? Hmm? Oh, you let the responsibility rest on their shoulders. That is cold. No? They're children still. Just fifteen, Varian is sixteen, hardly responsible adults. Do not compare my children to... to... The, this! My work is about science, Oza. What is done with it is... Yes? If I had my way, they would stay at home where they are safe, where they can be looked after and monitored. Tell us a bit more about The Blood Road. Book one of the trilogy, The Blood Road, is in query at the moment, but I have had an offer of representation... And I'm hoping to take it to the next stage very soon, so all limbs crossed at the moment. (music) 
Writing is my full-time job and my passion. The disciplines are very different between writing copy and writing prose and writing scripts, as I've discovered. Um, so I wouldn't, but I would say that but words are my job. Yeah, words are my job in all instances. I have hobbies uh, like music. I play piano and I sing. Um, but these definitely take a backseat in favour of writing, which I consider to be my job. So in effect, I have two full-time jobs. What are your ambitions in writing? Technically, so far as writing is concerned, I am living my ambitions right now. Um, so I'm very fortunate in that. About five years ago, I decided I wanted to be a writer in the gaming industry, and now I am one. And it was a really tricky leap. I was a medical writer until earlier this year, and I managed to jump industries in the middle of the pandemic. Um, so obviously every writer dreams of being able to write novels full time, but I'm actually enjoying the variety right now. It's good to be challenged and writing copy that's being critiqued every single day definitely does that. Um, and that's something you only get by writing as part of a wider team. Ren, take your people down the left flank. Isra. Join me in the middle ground and... Varian, don't you think I should be taking the left flank? I am faster. It, it's not like I'm slow. No, Ren, you're not. Just slower. <laughs> Can you see what they're doing? Nope, but they're busy beyond that ridge. With any luck, they're licking their wounds. <laughs> They've lost over 50 already, and they're a small force. We're smaller, Varian. <laughs> yes, Isra. The odds are stacked where we're concerned, and you know it. They've also got the high ground. All right. Something's happening. They're... They're what? Get down! I want to share my words, and I really want to publish my books and get them into the world. And I have so much more to write, so many more characters, so many more worlds, and I really can't imagine an end to it. Um, I'd be doing it whether I get published or not. Um, it's just part of my life. I wrote my first book back when I was 12 years old. Um, not The Blood Road. It was a different first book. It was much less murderous in its content. <laughs> much less blood and gore. Um, but yeah, I mean, writing is something I've always done. Is audio drama something you'd like to do more of? Yes, definitely. This has been such a great process and working with the actors to bring my characters to life has been so interesting and exciting and rewarding and I definitely want to do more. Finally, can you tell us a bit about your influences as a writer? Who do you read and are there any audio drama podcasts you enjoy? I did an English literature degree, so I read very widely. And I must say that the works, I mean, if I was going to uh, pick and influence. I mean, everything I've read in the last 15 years has sort of been thrown into the blood road at some point or other. I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult to pick out a single influence, but I would say the works of Ursula Le Guin have been a huge influence. Um, Frank Herbert's Dune, again, another big one. Um, a couple of the Final Fantasy games. Um, for one specific relationship, uh, Michael Swanick's The Iron Dragon's Daughter, which is a gem of a book, um, a bit less well-known. Um, loads of different movies, music. Okay, so sometimes I'm listening to music and landscapes are forming in my mind. And I have to say that a lot of the locations and cities uh, in the book were born 
while I was listening to certain pieces of music. So it's like they take shapes in my head and then they create the world. except for this podcast, although I was raised on the original radio adaptation of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I can basically recite it word for word. In fact, I spent an entire week as Marvin the Paranoid Android when I was about eight, eight years old, and I think it was half-term holiday, and I just decided I was going to be Marvin the entire week, and yeah, everything was inevitable. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was really awful. Like. <laughs> I don't know how my parents coped with me, but yeah, there we go, that's me. <laughs> Preparation. All systems go for launch. Cleared for launch. Protocols enabled. Starting countdown. Five. Four. Three, two, one. The Bomb, audio drama by Emily Inkpen. Coming soon from the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Thank you to Emily for taking the time to speak to us. We'll provide links to her webpage, social media, and the other work she recommended as part of our show notes. Like all our other recent drama, The Bomb has been recorded with our actors working separately and sending in their recorded lines for editing by our sound designers. Our cast for this production includes Annika Cordez, Kelsey Griffin, Warren Graham, Louis Watson, Charlie Richards, and Harry Reese Jones, who will be appearing on the podcast for the first time. Coming soon on Alternative Stories and Fake Realities, we have another science fiction edition in which we look at the new novel, Mother of Floods, by Madeline F. White. We'll have extracts and an interview with Madeline as well as tell you more about this important and exciting new book. We'll bring you poetry from Jennifer Wong and her new collection, Letters Home, which is published by Nine Arches Press. We'll also have a new audio drama called Out of the Darkness. As lockdown is eased across London, a group of friends agree to meet up for the first time in three months. As they travel, they reflect on their experiences of the pandemic and how it changed their lives for better and worse. Watch out also for more from writer Tack Erzinger and her magical realist story, Stella's Constellation. You may have heard Tack's poetry on our recent anthology, Through the Trees, and this will be an opportunity to hear her prose writing. 
Please subscribe to Alternative Stories and Fake Realities to enjoy all our previous content and to receive new additions directly to your podcast feed the moment they are released. We would like to thank Emily Inkpin for taking part in today's podcast, which has been presented by me, Kelly Winkler. Music, sound design, and production were by Chris Gregory. And this has been an Alternative Stories 2020 production for the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Fake Realities Podcast. Audio drama, poetry, fiction.